Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development, pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815 on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook, Pre-Arb Excellence Group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode. What a relief it is, Davis and ask me questions if I was confusing. I'm planning on having reviews of the pipeline every night. I still haven't entirely figured out if that's going to be one review a night, two reviews a night, four reviews a night. I'm not entirely sure how I'm going to do it, but at least for the first three nights, the review will be, how did the iCubs do? And... For a Wednesday, it was a pretty good outing. Um, Perhaps you are of a certain age and you remember an advertisement for Elka-Seltzer. And the stomach aid was popular in the 70s and in the advertisement someone would get out a couple of tablets of Alka-Seltzer with a cup full of water. They drop the Alka-Seltzer tablets into the water and as the tablets would um oh whatever the term would be, uh, (laughs) blend in with the water, the um, musical ditty in the background was plop, plop, fizz, fizz, oh, what a relief it is. And the iCubs bullpen on Wednesday was an absolute relief. Whenever I, I have the Patreon article up, Marty Peavy, whenever he went to the bullpen on Wednesday, it seemed golden, particularly when it mattered. Uh, Connor, Connor Menez, who was a Cubs waiver wire pickup, got the start. The left-hander pitched into the third inning. And many pitchers are going to be on short pitch limits this season. Menez pitched into the third, had a little bit of trouble in the third. Actually had a little bit of trouble in the second because the defense uh, let him down. But in the third inning, Menez turned the ball over to Matt Dermody, who pitched briefly for the Cubs at the major league level in 2020. And Dermody came in and was fantastic. Pitched out of a jam in the third. And then pitched the fourth and the fifth innings as well. Ran into a bit of trouble. And turned the ball over to Eric Yulman. Or Eric Ullman. It's spelled U-E-L-M-E-N, but it's pronounced Ullman. So I'm I'm still trying to get used to that. Allman came in with the bases loaded in a five to two game, 
and retired the next four hitters and did a very solid job. Probably deserves more than a hold. Um, but no, uh, Ullman is a relief pitcher that has a starter's uh, repertoire. Mid-90s fastball. Slider, cutter, change. I think he might even have a curve. Four or five out offerings. And at least on Wednesday, he was far better than the Buffalo hitters. So Ullman got four outs. He turned it over in the eighth to Ben Leeper, who was fantastic in 2021. Leeper, his outing was better than his numbers. He walked the hitter, but there were two pitches that were, I think it was uh, the 2-2 pitch and the 3-2 pitch. Both of them were very close to the hitter getting rung up, but he didn't get the call on either one. He ended up walking a hitter. Then there was a bloop that fell in the Bermuda Triangle between the left fielder, the center fielder, and the shortstop. But Leeper pitched out of the trouble without any damage. James Burke came in to pitch the ninth. That didn't work nearly as well as hoped. He, re he recorded two outs, loaded the bases with walks, gave up a single, and Anuris Rosario came in for the save and cashed it. Offensively, Dixon Machado reached base the first five times he hit. He finally made an out in the ninth inning with two outs. Um, he was fantastic. Levi Jordan homered opposite field for the first I-Cubs homer of the season. Uh, Robel Garcia had two hits with a double. Trent Giambroni had three runs on the day. About the only thing that didn't happen was Brennan Davis getting a hit he drew two walks today uh on wednesday but davis is the back end of the podcast and i'm gonna say don't worry don't worry about him don't sweat anything but i'm going to try to explain why sometimes the ballyhooed prospect gets off to a slow start Brennan Davis is an example of that. Let's use Robel Garcia for an example as a counterpoint. With Brennan Davis, Brennan Davis received the Major League Baseball minor um, call-up. So as the spring training progressed, Brennan Davis was with the Major League team, was with the Major League team, was with the Major League team, was with the, with the Major League team. So, as games progressed, what would usually happen would be Brennan Davis would not start the game, 
come in around the fifth or sixth inning, get an at-bat or two, and then the game would be over. Or he might start once or twice a week, then play three or four innings, then come out. Or sometimes he might not even play. As opposed to Robel Garcia, who was with the AAA club in spring training, and what he would do in spring training was play seven innings every day. Now, which do you think would probably get you ready better for playing on opening day? Playing seven or eight innings every day, playing seven or eight innings every day, playing seven or eight innings every day, seven or eight innings every day, maybe get a day off, then seven or eight innings, then seven or eight innings, then seven or eight innings, then maybe get a day off, or sit and watch, play a few innings, sit and watch, play a few innings, Play a few innings, then sit and watch. It's fun having Rob or it's fun having Brennan Davis in the major league camp. It's fun to see. Yay, this guy's eventually gonna do some cool things, maybe. Yay, we like seeing this. Yay, the future. But if you're talking about getting a player ready for being ready to play in April. The preparation is different. Have him play in games. To which people say, but other people are playing, you know, you, you have to get at-bats for Clint Frazier and you have to get at-bats for um, Jason Hayward and you have to get at-bats for Seiya Suzuki. Exactly. If you're trying to get ready for the major leagues, it's different than if you're trying to get ready for the minor leagues. If you're trying to get ready for a minor league season, the best way to do that is to play. Play a full game. Then play a full game. Then play a full game. Then get a day off. Then get a pull, then play a full game. Brendan Davis wasn't playing full games. He wasn't getting four at-bats a game. Robel Garcia was. Robel Garcia was in AAA getting four at-bats a game. Getting four at-bats a game, four at-bats a game, four at-bats a game. Now we're going to give you day off. Four at-bats a game. Now we're going to give you day off. Four at-bats a game, four at-bats a game, four at-bats a game. And if you are focused on getting a player four at-bats a game, then that first or second week of uh, games in April, he's going to be ready because he's gotten his four at-bats a game every day. Brennan Davis hasn't gotten his four at-bats a game every day. So as pitches are coming in, he's not in mid-season form yet. He just isn't. Why? Because he hasn't gotten his four at-bats a game yet. And in spring training at the major league level, it's different than at the minor league level. Brandon Davis is going to be fine, but until he gets to the point where, okay, I'm ready, I have the strike zone figured out, I'm used to the pitchers who I'm up against, when that happens, he'll be fine. He's not there yet. Don't worry about it. And that's how things work when you're not getting your four at-bats a game. The I-Cubs are 1-1 one one 
and I'm under the impression they might not play their scheduled game on Thursday. It sounds like there might be some weather incoming to the, well, I was going to say the greater New York uh, area, but Buffalo's Buffalo. And it sounds like there might be some weather coming in into Buffalo. It was raining for much of the game yesterday. Um, very good job, though, by the bullpen. High marks, very high marks for Matt Dermody, Eric Yulman, and Aniris Rosario. When you're listening to the, when you're tracking the minor leagues as far as how will this benefit the major league club eventually? It's a completely valid question to ask. Are these players at the minor league level going to be eventually possibly worth helping the major league club? There's no direct guarantee that this certain player, because he's doing well in AAA, will necessarily do well at the major league level. That is is not a guarantee. However, if a player is doing poorly at the minor league level, then it's highly unlikely he's ready to help at the major league level. So you're hoping that the I-Cubs can have five or six or seven useful relief pitchers so that when it gets to that point, they can possibly have one or two solid relief pitchers ready to help in Chicago. That's about all I have for tonight. Thanks for stopping by. Have a great Thursday.